Hey everyone, welcome to the first episode of Sam Stat Show Podcast. I've been wanting to make one of these for a while, and one of my friends made their own, so I was like, you know what, why not? It makes it easier to talk about a lot of different things without making posts every 15 minutes. And for anyone who's been on the Stars page that I am an admin for, you know I post a lot, and that can get tiring. So what I do a lot is I focus especially on player analytics, how I view the team, and stuff like that. The first couple podcasts that I make, I want to stick with that. And we'll see how the season goes from there and what I do after that. I'd love to get y'all's feedback after y'all listen about how to improve this, how often I should make these, what sort of topics y'all are interested in. Um, As we get closer to the draft, I know I'm definitely going to be breaking down some of the prospects that I watch and kind of focusing on who I think the stars are interested in and who we might actually end up picking. But today I wanted to focus on the two players that I think have the opportunity to either make or break the rest of the star season from here on out. That's going to be Martin Hansel and Julius Honka. So let's start out with Hansel, who a lot of people, including myself, are calling the bust of the offseason right now. Um, he's been injured the past couple of games, but he's active tonight and he's going to play tonight. And before I get started, I'll be honest, whenever we acquired Hansel, I thought it was a great deal. I mean, he played in godforsaken Arizona for most of his career. For the most part, he had positive stats. If you care about plus-minus, he was great there. Um, he would play around 60 games a year, put up half a point a game. N- not terrible. I mean, you'd like him to play a full season, but half a point a game, that's not bad. That's kind of what you expect from your third and second-line center. So, And then there was all the good stuff, obviously, about his face-offs, great defensive numbers, always had more takeaways than giveaways, lots of hits. And his possession numbers relative to his team, those were great as well. When he was on the ice, you know, his team was always taking more shots than the opposing team, and they scored more often. So with all that information, I thought he would be a great fit for Hitch's system. I mean, I wasn't crazy about him blocking Dickinson and Gamel Smith from coming up, but Dickinson's been terrible this year, and Smith's getting decent playing time anyway, so that criticism, I guess, doesn't really hold much merit. But as of tonight, what have we really got from him? We got an injury, one goal, two assists, and 19 games. You know who else has one goal, two assists in 19 games? Alexiak. And, I mean, there's really no way around it. We have a guy with a cap hit right below $5 million for three years, and he's struggling big time here in the first year. But I'm not going to completely give up on him, and there's a couple of reasons for that. For starters, let's just look at his basic shooting percentage. Everyone knows shooting percentage, just how many, what percentage of your shots go into the net. Traditionally, historically, throughout his career, He's had a 9% shooting percentage. This year, he has one goal and 33 shots. That's a 3%. That is unsustainable. Luck gets you a better shooting percentage. Alexiak's goal wasn't even a shot on net, and it went in. I mean, 3% is absolutely unsustainable. He's going to score more. His stats eventually are going to start to regress to what they have been traditionally, I just don't know if we're going to get up to the 9% mark based on how he's playing and how he's used, which I'll get to in a second. Um, but for how much we're paying him, I expect, I I hope he gets up close to 9% because for, for almost 5 mil, you really need that from a player. But let's move on. Um, I'm pretty sure also he's been playing through injury this year. For me, injury has always been kind of a cop-out. Jamie Benn's been struggling a little bit, and people immediately come out and say, oh, he's playing injured. Well, for me, that's weak. You 
all hockey players play injured. There's not a single player in the league right now who's like, oh, I am perfectly healthy. Nothing is wrong with my body. Whenever you're going night in, night out, getting just leveled multiple times, you're going to have your aches and pains. But Hansel's been out for a couple of games now. I'm hoping he comes back. He's close to 100%, and he can really start to turn a season around. Um, but for me, the, oh, he's ill, he's injured. That might be an excuse. And I really hope it is, but that's just something to consider. Don't base your, oh, he's going to turn it around off of that, but it's something to keep in mind. The other thing you should consider is really who his defensive pairings are. People underestimate how much Mathot, Patteron, Johns, and Alexiak off the top of my head, all harm offensive production. Whenever you start 70% of your faceoffs in the defensive zone like Hansel does, which is insane, by the way, um, those are the defenders you're going to get paired with because those are your defensive guys. But he's not getting his stats boosted by Klingberg, Honka, or even Lindell, um, which, guess what? A lot of the guys who are scoring a lot, that they are. But whenever you're buried in your own zone, you're not getting that help. Add into the fact that he's starting in the defensive zone and he's slow, guess what? On his own breakout, that's a big hindrance. Um, he, he's not a fast guy, and getting paired with fast guys doesn't really help him on the breakout either. It's just it, it's not something he's particularly good at. Um, but I guess what I'm saying is basically he's not been used in situations to succeed and get points. He's being used almost strictly in a defensive context. And even so, he, I mean, he's winning 55% of his face-offs, so that part hasn't changed. Um, he just, and I wish he would have more turnovers and stuff like that. He's been even slower than I had seen in the past. But all I'm saying is he may need more chances. The main thing that I want to make clear is just his history. Look, he's never been this bad before. And I think we're a better team than Arizona. I hope to God we're a better team than the Arizona teams he's played for. If anything, his luck is going to start to change just because he's playing with better teammates. He'll luck himself into some points. But I would hope at least he could be what he average was in Arizona. And if he does that, that's great. Because then we have a true bonafide defensive forward that can, whoever's on his line, can back up Fax's line with defensive duties down the stretch. Which, honestly, I think is going to be extremely important. Because the way I'm seeing it now, we we had been struggling to score offensively for the longest time. And it seems like now Hitch is finally in, okay, we need to score. And so defensive responsibilities are going to be super important from for a while at least. So I'm hoping Hansel comes back starting tonight and really starts to be who he was in Arizona, as terrible as it is to say and weird as that is to say about an Arizona player. He wasn't half bad at all. Um, so on the opposite end, I want to talk about my new favorite defender, Julius Honka. For those of you who haven't seen him and saying a lot of, you know, if Honka plays, we'll be fine. And I actually mean that pretty seriously. I don't want to see Alexiak anymore. I'm fine with giving Alexiak the old yeller treatment. Just, I don't know, just put him up in the press box, give him nachos, and trade him or something. I, I'm fine with never playing Alexiak again. Going into the Knights game against the Islanders, with Honk in the lineup, we're 8-2. and two. And I know the stat watchers are just going to say, well, he's an offensive defenseman, and he hasn't produced. He only has one goal. But you're completely ignoring most of what he does. 
Look, he plays his position well. He forces shots from bad angles. And believe it or not, he allows fewer shots right in front of the goalie than Alexiak does. And that's not even getting into, like, you know, advanced stats like shot generation, puck possession. That's just defensively. There's so much that Honka does that goes beyond just the simple score sheet. And the score sheet's never going to be good for offensive defensemen unless you're lucky. Like, But because... Most defense, uh, most offensive defenders are distributors. They depend on other people scoring off their passes. Against the Rangers, there were two times where I saw Honking just give beautiful passes. And Richie and Pitlick both, well, it was more Pavlik making the save, but they didn't bury the shot. That should have been a three-point night, uh, three night for Honka. Instead, he kind of just had his slap shot goal. But acting like Alexiak creates more offense because he has more points... And my opinion is absolutely nuts. The, just the eye test alone, not even getting into the stats, which I'll get into, is nuts. St. Alexiak is better defensively isn't supported either when you look at their advanced stats. Um, before I get into their stats, I need to explain something. What people need to realize is that offensive defenders do play defense. They do it by not allowing the other team to have the puck. It's kind of like football when you have a good running game. I mean, you, you just tire out the other team. Holding the puck doesn't let them let the opposing team change. The opposing team gets fewer scoring chances, and your team gets more chances to score. The effect of you holding the puck versus the other team being prevented from shooting is one and the same. The point is to limit the other team's shots, ultimately. That's what a defender is supposed to do. The offensive defender just has the added bonus of creating an offense for your team and trying to get you wins. When people try to use... You know, the, the typical defensive hits, turnovers, and block shot stats. For offensive guys, I, I, I'm laughing. Just uh, the, the point is not is to keep the puck and keep it away from the other team in the first place. If you do that, you don't have to block a shot. They don't have the shot in the first place. Um, the other thing to keep in mind is that offensive defenders generally have the most turnovers on their team. It's not just Klingberg, guys. Defen- uh, offensive defenders lose the puck more generally because they quarterback the play when they're on the ice. They are, they are the ones with the puck on their stick. Yeah, puck on the stick the most. When a defensive defender is on the ice, those turnovers, they're still there. They're just split up between the three forwards. That's why any hate for Honka or Klingberg, sorry, didn't mean to bring Klingberg into this, but just those two guys are going to have a lot of turnovers because they're the offensive defender. Uh, defensemen. They're the ones with the stick on their puck. Puck on their stick. Um, but their turnovers need to be taken in the context of other offensive defenders. Um, if you just compare them to forwards or anything like that, guess what? That's not anywhere close to being a fair comparison. The amount of time that they're in charge of the puck is not even close. But basically, now getting into the actual advanced stats portion, what I was saying about Defense preventing shots and possession preventing shots being one and the same. That's why people pay so much attention to possessions in hockey and possession time. Possession is defense. It's not perfect, um, but possession stats are some of the best stats we have when it comes to predicting who's going to win a game and who's going to lose a game. It has a higher uh, correlation to winning than any other traditional stat. And Honka has some of the best advanced stats on the entire team. So let me break that down a little bit. For starters, he has the highest shooting differential for the team when he's on the ice versus off the ice. 
when he's on the ice, the Stars are averaging 7% more shots than when he's off. And that may not seem like a lot, but in reality, that's massive for an individual player to have that big of an influence at all. When most teams are only taking around 30 to 40 shots, that's an additional two or three shots that your team takes, while the opposing team doesn't take that. That's four to six. That's a four to six point, uh, sh- four to six shot swing, just for one player. I mean, imagine if we had a team full of Honkas. Just watch the Rangers game again and see what I mean. When Honka was on the ice, the team hardly ever touched the Rangers. Hardly ever touched the puck. We absolutely blasted the hell out of the net. We didn't score obviously because Pavlik decided to play for the Vesna that night. But um, we we had chances. And being able to, being unable to convert chances and not having chances at all are two very different things. When you have a ton of chances like we did against the Rangers, the other team didn't have those chances because you possess those pucks. Not getting chances at all means that your team is just getting dominated and bottled up, as you saw with the Rangers. You can win games if your team is struggling to convert opportunities as long as you convert some and prevent the other team from getting opportunities. You will lose a ton of games by not getting chances at all. When Honky is in, we have chances. That's why we're 8-2 and two, despite his one point. When Alexiak is in, we don't get those chances, which is why we're 9-12 and 12 in the games he plays in. It's as simple as that. The more scoring chances you get, generally you win. It shouldn't be a difficult concept, but a lot of people don't like that idea that, oh, unless we have a defense full of guys who just hit people we're not going to win and I'm just like no that's not how hockey is played it's deeper than that when your team owns the puck you are going to win more games and you are going to lose it's as simple as that and honk has been the best player that we have statistically for maintaining puck possession I get that his sample size is small but in my opinion he deserves a chance to see if he continued to do what he's done in all the games he's played so far. Because if he does, I'm not worried about our offense down the stretch because every game he's been in, we have absolutely dominated time of possession and shooting. Um, Hansel, on the other hand, like I said, he needs to get back to his dominant defensive ways, and I'm hoping that starts tonight. Um, That's really all I got, guys. Um, Like I said at the beginning, I'm interested in what everyone thinks, how this went. This is my first time making something like this. I'd love to get y'all's feedback, criticism, um, ideas for future topics to talk about, um, let me know down in the comments. And the game's already started, but let's beat the hell out of the Islanders tonight. Thanks for listening, you guys. Talk at you later.